The Caliendo Cast with Frank Caliendo, John Holmberg, Scott Long, and the rest of the Caliendo crew. Informing you, entertaining you, changing your life forever. It's the most important podcast in the history of Western civilization. It's good enough. All right, so here's what I want to start with. Yeah, I, I brought, right into it from silence. Reading. Yeah, no. I, were you reading a text? What were you doing? Oh, no. Yeah, so I'm, I brought this up first. Um, this is the new crossover episode for the CW superhero shows. You don't watch any of that stuff, no, right? I'm a man. But you're going to have a reference in this that's going to make you very, very happy. Okay, let's oh, go. Yeah. Play it, Toledo. But the time for preparation is past. The crisis is now upon us all. Holy crimson skies of death! <laughs> that's the real Burt Ward. Yeah. They started out with Burt Ward. Did you see what he was wearing? Go back. Go like back it looks like a fumigation. Yeah, pen. but it's just so it could fit him. But it's Robin's colors. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that. I just couldn't. I couldn't get past the hair dye. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! It's Casey Kasem if he ate Robin. Holy crimson skies of death! How about the fact his voice never changed? Wait, here Juliet comes to me today and goes. Toledo, do you know how to press stop? Yeah, no, we're gonna that's gonna roll as our background music. It makes it sound more important. So Juliet, Julie, Juliet's just saying, "Holy crimson skies of death!" She keeps saying it. I'm yeah. like, "What? Wait, what is that?" She goes, "It's from the Crisis on Infinite Earths uh, opening on the CW." I'm like, "Let me see what this is." Yeah, because that's it's him. Yeah, I go, "That's that's Robin from the old Batman and Robin." Who are they targeting? Uh, well, he's just doing a cameo in there. Yeah, but for callback. The, the Earth, yeah. Oh, I, one of the nobody's... infinite number of <laughs> Earths, John. They're all not going at the same time. But uh, but, I, but I'm not, no, not that. Not not who's the target in the thing. Why is the audience like? That's, I know you're talking him. target audience. I right. know exactly. Oh, but in another it's Earth, Earth, <laughs> Burt Ward started out as Grimace. You're. It's... Can you hear? Could you hear any of that, Scott? Were you able to hear the playback? I could. Yeah, yeah it okay. sounded just like Robin because it was. <laughs> Here's the best part is I think Frank's pitch meeting is the worst. And who are you targeting? Earth. <laughs> the entire Earth. But it's called Crisis on Infinite Earth. Right. So it's never-ending Earth, which means it's just, it's no one all, can die. All it is, it, no, it's just multi multiverse. It was a lot of Earth. Um, is this like it, Flash? We, yeah, we, a Flash, Arrow, oh, so it's, oh, it's, all of them, Supergirl, all crossing over. And if we hadn't had to cut out everything from a few weeks ago, you'd that's actually continuity, continuity. <laughs> that's, but no it's actually what part of it we was. need to do a, that was the crisis on infinite earth th- that was our crisis on yeah, infinite yeah. earth that show crisis on the infinite uh podcast. let's let's uh let's have the crisis on infinite earth show on the caliendo cast be like a christmas replacement that'll be the the little cookie we send out is that 30 minutes <laughs> of what got edited because we, we have to we bring out, it up an awful lot we, we, yeah we do so we need to just have it somewhere like it's a pay site for people who want to kill themselves, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Th- I think it's so bad that you it know, is so bad. It's getting better. That with people time. wouldn't want to kill themselves; they yeah. want to live. It's. It, yeah. I want to no. live. Yeah, there's, there's Mary. 
Zeus's petals. I want to live. Merry Christmas, boring guy. <laughs> Merry Christmas, arrogant elderly man. No, oh, stop. Sorry. Stop. Stop. We all thought it. <laughs> They're laughing. The crew's oh, laughing. I know. Shawnee, you getting your you getting your camera switches in well? He's every doing time great. He, every every, time yeah, he's he, drinking and he goes to a beverage. I worry. <laughs> Alex well, is doing. Uh, Alex, yeah. our thirteen-year-old helper. Yeah. He, well, he, Sean, can you give us a? <laughs> yeah. There were five or six moments where uh, Toledo's son, who ran the cameras last time, <laughs> and it was audible throughout the whole room. And I turn and I look at Toledo, looking at his son, and they're like, "Shut the hell up!" But he Whatever likes that. your thirteen-year-old likes the show, right? Or at he least does? he likes the opening theme. Yes. Does he yeah. like the show? Or he does he... like the show. He's, okay. He's excited that he's part of it. He gets to tell his friends. And when he heard. Greg O'Connor's theme. Greg O'Connor does a bunch of the, all the music for Amazing. us. Amazing. Um, yeah, just plain brilliant. And check him out on Instagram. I don't. I've got to look it up. And maybe that's your job, Toledo. And <laughs> uh, he always tells me, yeah, "Can you just plug my Instagram?" Because he's doing like all kinds of favors for us. He's just oh, he's amazing. But you should have um, paid him a lot. I think. yeah. The, and I told him, I told Greg, I go when the theme plays. Thirteen-year-olds think it's the coolest thing in the world. At least one yeah. does. Our wow. sample. Says it's fantastic. But my son, I think, thinks you stole it and just talked over it. <laughs> well, he thinks it's he thinks yeah. it's yeah. an actual that you just lifted it, yeah, from uh, the CW. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is the stuff he oh, that that one wasn't. He there. watches Riverdale and The Flash and all okay, those other ones. yeah, because it's so good. That was the thing about Greg O'Connor at Mad TV. He would make things so good they'd have to they try and make them pay for stuff. Oh no no no. This is where the notes are different. This is how. Oh. Yeah, because he, so he toyed with what was there, but made it right. Well, like he had to parts. make something that sounded similar right. for that type of thing. He also creates uh, totally original music. He does stuff for That's um, it's amazing. Plus and it, whatever. He's working on soundtracks on movies. All so the time. opening song to this entire podcast, much like Burt Ward, Appeals to thirteen to forty-seven year olds. Is well, the news, <laughs> the newsy one that's on here, and then I think he liked the actual the nerding out theme too. Oh, right, yeah. that was they're all good. No, that's all. It's ridiculous. Like Jeff Goldblum music. Uh, yeah, I just I always wonder when they roll out Burt Ward for stuff, especially for a show definitely aimed at people under twenty-five. But that didn't matter because they didn't have to know who it was. That's just going to be an Easter egg. That's going right. to be for older people or kids to ask their. Parents. But it made me interested. Yeah, I mean, yeah totally. Go, hey, cool. I, kinda, I knew you'd yeah. like. I thought you were going to yeah. break into Adam West. Oh, there he is, still dark haired as ever. I thought you were going to say still alive. Still alive, <laughs> Lucky. Where is my statue out of Shakespeare? My lucky little Lilliputian pal, wandering the streets alive. Probably, I don't know. Maybe. Did he ever say this? My, my friend uh, Jared Dornbach, his dad Ed Dornbach, <laughs> used to say, "Holy gefiltefish, Batman!" <laughs> I don't, I don't probably know if that was real at some point or another when they were fighting the Jew. <laughs> <laughs> We've run into you the know, evil Jew. <laughs> oh no, this episode's gone haywire. Holy gefiltefish, Batman! That's right. This looks like the work of the Jew, Robin. <laughs> Holy Peter, Paul, and Mary. <laughs> Why did they get it? I don't know. I was thinking Paul Peter and Paul. It was different. I don't know. I like it. I just went totally bad. What were you going to say, Scott? I, th- I always think of the Sanford and Son, and you're told that everyone that was writing for Sanford and Son was Jewish. It, yeah. And, 
you know, it's it's back and back in those days. I think uh, what's God, what's that super talented uh, woman that worked with Louis uh, Anderson played his wife on the first. Oh, 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 no, Louis C.K. Uh, yeah, no. I forgot her name. I know who Louis you're talking C. K. about. Yeah, she's super talented. Her dad was like uh, uh, one of the main writers of those sitcoms from the seventies. So I heard her talking about it. Yeah, I mean, he wrote. I think for that he wrote for a different Shanley. I think his first job was yeah, writing yeah. for Sanford. Isn't that amazing? Do you think they wrote? Like, so it's just like Letterman. Letterman. Thinking, you big dummy. Yeah, wasn't Letterman in that? <laughs> oh, hey, big dummy. Yeah. His was Jimmy. <laughs> his was Jimmy Walker. Oh, that's right. Lamont, we need more. Well, I know him, face. <laughs> So here's a little thing I did. Um, I did this for Colbert last week. They sent me uh, a Jay Leno voiceover. And it was Leno in Russia, uh, or the, the Ukraine, actually. And it, I just he had me do these jokes. It was just voiceover right. thing. And I just got it last second there, like, going to do it. And my my agents are like, we know you don't ever touch on the political stuff, and Colbert's all political. I was like, ah, well, it's a voiceover. I'll take the money. <laughs> and uh, so I thought this was the best of the jokes. Uh, hey, there's Jared Kushner. He looks like an orthodox Slenderman. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's the... <laughs> What's the deal with all this Burisma stuff? Huh? Burisma? It sounds like what a Jewish kid does when he turns 13. <laughs> Burisma. I think he actually did he maybe had something to do with Sanford and Son. Did they suggest Slenderman or did you no, he wrote, wrote, that's how wrote you did Slenderman. it? Though? They wrote Slenderman. They wrote Slenderman, not Slenderman. Uh, I, I said, yeah, I said like it, Batman. I said it no, that's a brilliant, that's a brilliant interpretation. Slenderman. You haven't heard of Slenderman? Slenderman. 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 David Baxter Slenderman. actually knows somebody went to school. Slend- Slenderman, the we call him Slenderman. Well, I call him Slenderman. <laughs> but Sl- Slenderman, he um that's from somebody from Waukesha South where I went to high school. Oh, no yeah. kidding. Yeah. Yeah. That whole nightmare that was start a, was that there. That was somebody in Baxter who lives in my basement, which yeah. sounds like Slenderman. He's the opposite of yeah. Slenderman. Yeah, he's, he's uh <laughs> Slenderman would uh, train him. <laughs> Baxter, let's hit the gym. Huh? So I think we all want to know what did you use that money? What did you buy with it? Frank? Yeah, I mean, oh, I haven't gotten it yet because it's you know it's to know what you do with your money. <laughs> it's <laughs> that was evil. That I was slender. I love the fact that Scott Long's video is stopping and his voice keeps I know, going, like which he's I love Jeff Dunham yeah. part of the time. <laughs> if the picture it's takes a, a Max drink, headroomish. Yeah, yeah. yeah that'd catch, be great. catch the wave. <laughs> <laughs> What was another one? So you're uh, you're from the Ukraine, huh? The Ukraine, Ukraine, hmm. Ukraine, I crane. We all crane for Ukraine. <laughs> well, tough crowd. Anyway, point is the Conan thing wasn't my fault. <laughs> <laughs> so that's I thought awesome. That, that Those was are a lot great. Of it was a, a great, uh, great little dealio, and that's my. Now I have a, a Colbert voice voiceover credit. That's great. I've got uh, Fallon using me uh, doing Morgan Freeman reading the. Uh, LeBron letter years ago yep. for Morgan Freeman, and now I've got this. So I, I don't get on the show. And Kimmel. You've well, Kimmel I've been on a bunch of times. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. But they've yeah. done them all. Why not throw it in your credit? Yeah, I'll, I'll throw it on. I feel like I've actually done that too much. Like uh, Kelly Clarkson, and you're done. Oh, she's a big one. <laughs> she's, big she's, she's a big one to get big on. Big show. She's a big one to get on. You want to get on it because it's a big one. Yeah. It's a, that's all I'm saying. I don't know where, where, you're, where are you going? Where are you? I didn't do it. What do you do? Love you, Kelly. I don't. Hmm. You don't even like her. It's probably true. I barely like her. She's nice. I, I, I saw from Justin to Kelly in the drive-in. You did not. I did, too. 
I went to see it. Because, you know, and you know what else I wanted? Like, because that was the first year American Idol, and I thought they were going to make a movie every year of the final, the last two finalists. Justin Guarini. Yeah, Justin Guarini. Uh, Little Sweet from the Diet Dr. Pepper ads uh, is Justin Guarini. And also- He's uh, so good in that. He's great in that. Finally, he found his niche. And then uh, yeah. and then the next year, Ruben- Ruben. Wait a second, that is? Yes. That's who that Justin is? Justin Guarini. You didn't know that? Oh, I didn't know Miss that. Yeah. yeah, he's great. And some of the some of the commercials actually say Justin Guarini as Little Sweet in the corner. Oh, yeah, he gets a credit. But then the next year, Ruben Stuttered and Clay Aiken were uh, the finalists, and I thought it would have been fun to remake the movie from Ruben to Clay. Just do the exact same beach movie with those. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it would be like a trend every year, but nope, just once. Yeah, they did it. It was called Jungle Love. I don't know. If you <laughs> oh saw my that. God! <laughs> There's a cut. <laughs> <laughs> Are we cutting that one? I don't know. Yeah, you have to. Hey, Scott Long got a new job. Uh, he's doing uh, play-by-play for the 49ers now. <laughs> yeah. definitely, <laughs> definitely not making What's it. What's wrong with that? Not making it. Who knows? All right. The, probably, that was a movie with Spike nothing. Lee. You know what? Yeah. To be honest with you, nothing is wrong with it. Yeah. Um, no, it's according not. According to you. It's but it's going into the Brian file. Oh, I get it. I got it. The okay. crew loves my Brian jokes. I, th- I think we should call that the <laughs> August file. Okay. Put that in the August. Let's move that to August and everything after. The August page of the calendar. Yeah. Accounting Crows reference. No. Can, can I talk about what is pissing me off for a second? Here it is. Us? Um, it is. No, just you, Frank. Oh. I was super, uh, I was a little excited that, you guys figured out that I sound a lot like Tony Romo. Yeah. Then I watched Frank on the NFL. What's the show called? Morning. Good morning. Football. Good morning. On? Football. Good morning. Football. Right. And you are, it's your impression now is so much better than me. Isn't it great? Just being myself. And <laughs> yeah, I was 95% there. And I, and after you told me I was 90% there, I got farther away from it. And somehow you're like totally nailing it. So I'm watching. And I'm like, okay, there was my chance. That was my one impression that I felt like I could have nailed. And, it, and he stole it's not even it. worth trying anymore. He stole, stole it. it. Just Damn it. it. Just ripped it off it. before it was even done. Here we go, Scott. <laughs> He's almost. You remember when I when I said, "Here we go, Jim." I go, yeah. "That's a Holmberg right there." Oh, did, yeah. you didn't see it, did you? Uh-huh. Now your dad. <laughs> see how I segued as a professional into well the story. Well done. Yeah, you, good, you have you love moments where I'm actually. Close. I love when you get it. It it makes me happy because it's less for me to think about. Yeah. <laughs> so your dad, this is a great text exchange. This is this some is of a, the best. This stuff is a phone have. call. Oh, oh, I sent. I sent no, you sent me the text gotcha. to let me know about. Gotcha. It. Yeah. Now I'm not sure what we're allowed to divulge here. Well, so I'll, t- I'll t- I, tell, I the tell the story. story. So uh, last week we had some bad family news, and my dad, my dad is. Uh, uh, it's hard for him to be sensitive. He's he grew up sort of a uh, man. Uh, yeah, very manly. His fa- just a little backstory quickly. His father uh, from Sweden, very very uh, hard European man, had polio. At oh, age, I didn't know. Yeah, that. at age twelve, with one good arm, his dad told him, "Quit school, uh, get a job. We need money." And he worked in a steel mill from age twelve on. This is the man who raised my dad. And. And the man who loves the Steelers. Well, they were in a steel town. I got, so. I got, no, I'm just saying. Yes, yeah. I'm starting to understand all you. ties together. Yeah, right, right. Northern Pennsylvania. Ties. So railroad ties. Oh, steel. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, 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 where's uh, the Goldblum uh, music? Uh, be ready. Uh, always uh, be uh, prepared. You know, I thought it would be a fun uh, game uh, to have Goldberg on. Uh, 
Gold blue. Gold perm. Gold perm. Gold blue. Gold. What is it? It's called Goldberg. Goldberg. What if Jeff Goldblum was a the wrestler? Goldbergs. Ah, let me tell you something, brother. Just showed up on that ABC show. Oh, the gold. I uh, thought this was my name. Sorry. Oops. Uh, anyway, uh, to read the uh, uh, choices on a menu uh, while ordering a DoorDash because I started to do it today, and it's uh, fun. Uh, oh, very good, huh? How about oh. this? Uh, look at, take a look at the. Uh, I would like. Uh, what was that? What was the guy's name who uh, got in all the trouble for the uh, the uh, Chinese food thing? The uh, comedian. Oh, uh, I'll just take John Panette. Oh no, <laughs> you go now. Uh, you've been here four hours. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I get the back of the buffet. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh, do you want uh, <laughs> if, uh, fries or or tomato sauce? <laughs> You have choice. Uh, Make uh, one. Wait a second. Wait a second. Uh, I just, uh, I love when I go to a hotel. You ever been to a hotel? Oh, yeah. Go to a hotel. And uh, I, 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 yeah. Yes, of Thanks. course. Thanks, so. And you, uh, you look in the desk drawer, and there are all the menus. Oh. Yes. Uh, choices. Uh, uh, pizza. Like a, a good jazz piece. <laughs> a lot of uh, choices. <laughs> Continue Look at the screen. Louder. It's actually bouncing. Louder. Oh, what's happening? Anyway, uh, back to my story. Your story, yes. Let's get back. So anyway, my dad was raised uh, by a very strict man, European man. So he has trouble with uh, emoting. So he calls me on Thursday, and uh, my brother-in-law has been given some very bad news. And I, and I was on the phone with my dad, and he's telling me, he's like, really, it's not good. I'm like, geez, dad, this is, uh, this is terrible. This is your brother? Brother-in-law. Oh, brother-in-law. Yeah, just okay. terrible news. And I'm like, that's terrible. And, uh, and I'm like, well, I'm kind of down. It's a real gut punch. And I'm like, I know, it's a 51-year-old man who's getting terrible news, and it could be dire, and we're waiting for news uh, to continue. And he's like, yeah, so uh, it's not good. I'm like, yeah, it's not. It's terrible. I said, uh, I don't even know what's the prognosis. And, and he tells me, and I'm like, Dad, this is just really hard to take, and I don't, you know, I don't really even understand it. And he goes, yeah, <clears throat> we're all just torn up. I, I couldn't sleep at all last night. Uh, by the way, I'm like, what? Frank was on Good Morning Football this morning. He's funny. He mentioned you like three times. <laughs> like, Dad, not now. <laughs> what? Oh, he's great. It was really, you know, I'm I'm proud of you. I'm really proud of you. I'm like, for what? <laughs> well, you don't have that thing your brother-in-law's got, and also Frank likes you, it seems. <laughs> like, what the hell's going on here? It was such an emotional rollercoaster. I was like down in my d- depths yeah. of like, geez, this is terrible. Here's the difference. Frank's your, funny. Your dad and my dad. My dad will be watching going, <clears throat> Frank, uh, you did that. You're doing that. Uh, you're doing the Tony Romo. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, you, who's, the, who's, the, who's the John Holmberg guy you mentioned? <laughs> who's that? What's, why are you mentioning him? <laughs> Talk about me. Talk about me. <laughs> By the way, two for four, turn a double play. Wasn't even playing the infield. Not even playing infield. <laughs> Softball. How does somebody do that? How does somebody turn double play? Not even in the infield, Frank. Huh? 77 years old. Play with the 75s. I play with the 75s, Frank. 77. Two years older. <laughs> yeah, good. 77 half, Frank. <laughs> he does halves, quarters. Half still? Yeah. It no, reminds he, me of when- uh, He dropped it for a while. Now he's back. He's back while well, he's old. He's going through his second childhood. It reminds me when Costanza, uh, his dad, called. And he said, uh, he called uh, George Steinbrenner, and he's like, George is dead. Why did you trade Jay Buhner? <laughs> it was great. <laughs> now he's here, Jay Buhner. Oh, yeah. And th- look at uh, a full circle. Oh, full, yes, yes, yes. Full yes. circle. Music. Go. Last thing I'm going to do before we get on full, full on sports stuff is uh, the Irishman. Scott, you see Can him? I tell my dad's story? Oh, yeah, yeah. Please do. Yeah, but can I tell my dad? Yeah, I would love to. Okay. So- 
tell your grandpa story. Well, your grandpa hiding. Well, I'll tell that another one. Okay. I want to. I want to stay in this dad realm because okay. so my dad, uh, as I've told before, my dad was so abusive that if I was female, I would have become a stripper. That's kind of <laughs> tell you how abusive my dad was. So. I would tell you the story that I uh, hadn't seen him in four years. Uh, his caretaker calls me up and says, your dad's about to pass away. Do you want to go see him? And I'm tortured relationship. I'm like, okay, I'll go see him. So he's like laid up in a nursing home about ready to die. It's hospice type care. It's a good comedy podcast. I know. Yeah. You're killing and literally I'm talking to him <laughs> for like 15 minutes and he's not responding. He's all drugged up. And I'm like, look, uh, hey, I don't know if you can hear me or not, but, you know, I know I'm not really saying anything positive to you and we've had a bad relationship, but I don't have only negative thoughts. And at that moment, true story, he says, it really meant a lot for me that you showed up to see me. I love you, Larry. He had no <laughs> clue who I was. He called me Larry. And in that moment, all the anger that I had towards my dad yeah. dissipated. It, it sounded like, like he signed uh, a note. A big... No, I know. It, it would, I would have been so angry if that was the last chance he would have gotten and he would have been able to actually say, I love you, Scott. It right. wouldn't have been right. It would have, it would have tainted all the anger that I had had in the past. But instead, Consistent. that moment, it was like God... God the, the, God, the only way God could have connected with me and made me feel better about it was that exact yeah. exchange. Perfect. So that's my heartfelt story. What, what if yeah. he had said, <laughs> that's cool. I love you, Tony. And then you're like, here we go, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Let's throw it out to Scott's dad on 15. <laughs> I, That'd have been good. I love you. I'm <laughs> just outside Tony. the door. Just seconds ago. <laughs> Just seconds ago. <laughs> I love you. Tony. Oh, here we go, Jim. <laughs> that is uh, a great story. Uh, I'm sorry for your loss, but what a hilarious story. Yeah. Oh, no, it's it's one of my yeah. favorite stories. I, that's a, I love it. That's a rare yeah. sentence combo. Sorry for your loss, but that was hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, it's so, like what I used to get from teachers in school where they would say, talks too much in class, pleasure to have in class. Yeah. Because I would make the teachers actually laugh. Yeah. So, you know, that's the one thing. Anybody that says, oh, well, you know, oh, well, I was a class clown. And I'm like, did you get that? Or did you just hear talks too much in class or you're a pain in the ass? Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, the true, like, class clowns that actually might become comedians are the ones that actually make the teacher laugh, too. Well, I was the type of person that could read the room. I yep. knew. Were you like that? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Right. I, I would know when it was time to stop. I could see when it, the trouble was brewing yeah. with the teacher. And I would actually ask totally. questions when I could see other students in the room weren't getting something. Like yeah. it was in the easy classes, not like in the tough classes because I didn't get anything. But like in the, in the easier, like even in Spanish, I remember being in Spanish and the teacher would say something three times and he's like, do you comprende, comprende? No. And everybody would be like, yeah, but I could tell people weren't. I'm like, uh, <laughs> un preg una pregunta, <laughs> por favor. Uh, Frank, it's por favor. Si. <laughs> Uh, speaking of dad stories real quick, I had dinner with a friend of mine who uh, just met his father for the first time face to face for years. Wow. And his name is uh, uh, my friend's name is uh, Lugar. 
is how you say his name. I envy him. Lugar, right? So he, he, here we are, face to face, a couple of silver spoons, <laughs> hoping to find we're two of a kind. I make it a very Dominican. Making it go, to making it grow together. together. We're, we're going to find, find our way <laughs> together. Taking the time each day <laughs> to learn all about those things you just can't find. <laughs> silver spoons together. together. We're finishing it. You, you and I. Anyway, so Lugar, who I've known for years, meets his dad for the first time this summer. And if you called him Darren Luger, he'd be like, no, 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 it's Lugar. We're Spanish. And he used to always say, like, I get in the sun, my skin goes completely bronze because of my Spanish heritage. Okay. He meets his dad. His dad comes in and he goes, uh, wow, it's amazing having the Lugers together. And he goes, it's Lugar. And he goes, no, it's not. We're German. <laughs> <laughs> For years, Darren's been cor- he's story. been correcting people like no, 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 and he's getting mad about it. His kids do it. He's got a twenty-four-year-old son. It's like no, it's lugar, lugar. They've been rolling R's and doing all sorts of dumb stuff, and they swore as a family. They're like, we're never going to tell that story. We're going to stay Spanish. I'm like, ah, you have the wrong dinner guest because I'm telling everyone your story. Guten Tag, here we are, space to face, face to face, a couple of silver spoons, hopping to find, we're two of a kind. This is how uh, Batman's going to get involved here did, in a minute. Did, uh, you know, that, that's not a... Can I, can I share that? Hold it on, sounds, that's not a... Sounded, what? That's not an Alan Thicke song, is it? Silver Spoons is a... Uh, Gloria no, Loring? I think she wrote it. I think Gloria Loring said on Silver Spoons. I don't know, Toledo wow. find out. What were you going to say, Scott? No, I, I, listening to the Spanish version, uh, I felt like seemed racist, but the German one seemed totally okay. (laughs) How is that? How is it? Those those countries are practically next to each other. Do you know me, man? Yeah, it's weird. This is what I say to myself, too. It's very good. Yeah, you can do anything German, and you could make fun of anybody with light skin. You can make fun of. You can. You can. You can call the Scottish, you know, angry. You can call the Irish complete drunks. It doesn't matter. Look at the look at the logo for Notre Dame. Yeah, the fighting Irish. (laughs) I'm a drunk, and and I got one hand up. Look at me. I got one eye closed and one hand up. I may or may not be smoking a pipe. They might have taken it away me, from me. Me depth perception might be a little off here. Did he used to have a pipe and they took it away because that's the PC problem? We don't like him smoking. We don't want him. We don't want me smoking. Yeah. It's bad for yeah. the youngins. Looks bad for the image. Now get over here, take your beating. <laughs> Let's me crush you across the forehead. <laughs> what happened to the orange? <laughs> we can't call him what we used to, but I beat the man right off of the orangeman. Because oh, there's girls, you see. Girls. We don't like those in my Catholic school upbringing. They cause nothing but trouble in pregnancy. <laughs> That's what they should have. They should have two parents fighting and a pregnant girl in the background on Notre Dame's helmets. Maybe they shouldn't. <laughs> well, it's as bad as what they got. I don't I th- I think. Anyway, I went there and it was a great school. Pregnant everywhere. Little fights breaking out. Irish goodbyes every night. <laughs> oh, by the way, Ray Colcord wrote the theme to Silver Spring. Ray Colcord. That, I, and he also wrote the theme to 227. Oh, was he? Was yeah. the writer of that? All right. <laughs> I'm looking for those of you who are, are keeping track. For yeah. those of you scoring at home. Yeah. <laughs> That's a complete stop to the show. The first stop in a long time. It's been a while. I was looking for Scott. Well, he's got, no, what is Scott's he, writing down what I told him? He's keeping score at all. No, I'm keeping score. Oh, he's right actually. Now. He's got, oh, it's two seven. Oh, it's Tony Real. <laughs> ding ding. 
All right, the last thing I want to get to before with the sports, and just quickly, was uh, everybody seen The Irishman? Anybody seen The Irishman? Yeah. Oh, he was in it. No, he was it's in Notre Dame. And you hire all those guys from The Irishman, there's not one Irish in it. Not at all. What's going on there? Yeah. Hey, yeah. I'm a little bit Irish, huh? That's my dinner. You talking to me? <laughs> huh? You want to fight? I'll do it, I tell you. I'll do it. This guy over here, Mr. Bit. Irish over here. A little bit. Huh? A little bit, huh? A little bit. Tell you what. <laughs> You bang my wife? I might have. I'll do it again. So I did not. The one thing I, I just want to talk about it a little bit. How does Joe Pesci Irish higher pitched? <laughs> Can't help it. Pacino, I, I, all these actors I love, and I love mob movies because they're part of my family. Mm-hmm. And uh, wouldn't it be right if in the middle of that movie a guy comes in and he's in the kitchen you can't get cheese in chicago without going through me uncle uncle phil phil there it is why just is like that, the uh why is that guy here right now <laughs> this is not about chicago what do you want over here huh it's not about- nobody even asked for cheese what's he doing here i don't know where you get the balls to come in here and ask us for cheese but pacino kept going into this he kept changing his accent yeah that was the weird thing. The further away I get from the movie, the more I think it's bad. I don't think it's bad. I liked it. I think we liked it the same reason. It's uh, like Toledo said earlier today when we were talking about it. It's Memberberry. South Park did their whole entire series on on the world being nostalgic about everything all of a sudden. They, we want something like this whole generation can't stop being nostalgic. So you plop things that look like stuff we used to like in a, in a new mm-hmm. something. And we love it automatically. Like we're apologists for it. And I don't want to apologize for this. A, it was hard to sit through. B, the story's the, the story's good, but four hours, three and a half hours is just. Brutal. I was on a flight going west to east, and it took the whole flight. Yeah, headwind. Good. <laughs> Get it all out in one. Okay, shot. so let me two days. Someone who did not see the movie. Let me ask. Okay, and, and someone who's mostly Irish. It did bother me. Are they trying to sell them as Irish? Is that is that? The, are they no, there's just one guy, Irish? De Niro, is yeah. Irish. He's an Irishman. But outside of that, and he's, yeah, you're right. Uh, it's I don't know what he's doing. I, like, I, There's a couple times I'm like, and I, I felt that he did that same but, thing uh, in Joker. Pacino? Or, 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 and, or, or De Niro. Yeah, De Niro. Like in Joker, I felt like he was off his mark the whole way. I but I don't know. I thought I gave him the benefit of the doubt in Joker is that was supposed to be kind of a little bit off. Because Joe Pesci is not Irish, right? No, not, no, no. They're all Italian. It's all, I mean, it's all Italian. Yeah, it's but, all mob. Well, okay. Uh, what's yeah. Hoffa? What's Hoffa's? Uh, Hoffa's Italian. Is he? Because it, but the Irish do it, it's like, nice to meet you. Over the phone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what, what was that? Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Yeah. Over the phone. I just think that uh, it it was for us. It was for a generation of people who always had college movies playing with the De Niro and Pesci, and it was awesome. But it, but it, it wasn't that. Everything good. is it's the greatest. I, I talked about album. this in something. I don't remember when I was on this morning, but it was uh, Goldblum has a show where he yeah. just has ideas and then goes out and researches them. Yep. Uh, ice cream, yes. yeah. And it's just, it's it's just so we can go. Oh, yeah. I feel better. It's all stars getting. Baby Yoda. I, and I, I said this. It's all stars doing shows and me doing impressions of those stars in the shows because I can't get on the show. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but Baby Yoda's yeah. the same thing. Baby Yoda is is toying with an entire generation's, um, I guess, fatigue of rebooting their favorite thing. So they're like, hey, tell you what we'll do. We'll start over. <laughs> and it's basically like, it looks like Yoda, but it's not Yoda. So it makes us all real excited that we get another chance with Yoda. But you know who used to do this? Uh, Hanna-Barbera 
When their cartoons oh, got yeah. boring, they would start over Captain Caveman and Son. Hong Kong Fooey and Son. Scrappy oh, Doo. Hong Kong Fooey. Was there anything better than Scatman Carruthers? No, nothing. He was also jazz. As a karate dog. He, but he was also Janitor. That was my favorite cartoon. Hong, oh, yeah. Hong Kong Fooey was Kong awesome. Is Hong Kong Fooey okay nowadays? Nope. Not at all. What you kids doing over here? Hong Kong Fooey! <laughs> It's inside. <laughs> it's wrong on yeah. multiple levels. I'm a janitor because I can't get a better job even in a cartoon. And now I'm going to kick your ass with karate. <laughs> what? I'm in. I, I, don't, I loved Hong Kong. <laughs> oh, he was the best. And yeah. Underdog. And Underdog never had a kid. But Underdog, Underdog was great. Was Underdog took a pill. Underdog was a drug addict. He took a pill Shushan to boy. become powerful. That's right. Because that's what works. Sweet Polly purebred. Yeah. Thanks, underdog. Or what is that? Thanks, shine boy. You're humble and lovable. He bites that thing. Bless you, sir. Hands the coin back. Oh, yeah. And then pretty Polly. Help! Help, help! God, I miss, I miss all those. No, because we're nostalgic. We're, yeah. we're the first generation of cable kids. We had a lot dra- drilled into our heads, and it's gone now. Yeah. So we're getting it back in droves. They're making another Ghostbusters. It's we can't yeah. not touch what what gets the money spending audience is us, and they just keep tapping into things we loved because we're not gravitating to new stuff outside of the Marvel movies. But I mean, but even that's uh, that's all a lot of old that's, comic book yep. stuff. And, you, and the more you can throw in guys from the past and make it more like, oh, cool, cool. Yeah, you know, everybody. There, wants there's to Kurt see. Russell. Cool. He was you know all this other stuff starts popping in. We're very member berries right now, and it's getting worse. But yeah, yeah. I, I tell you the truth, I don't mind it. I do because well, once they go you're to a bad person, once they go to the kid version, it's exactly what happened. Cousin Oliver, yeah, cousin Oliver, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio on Growing Pains. They drug him in because Kurt Cameron was old. That Jeremy, what's his name, kid Ben Ben didn't ben. didn't grow up good looking, so they had to get a and kid, angry. Kid. Yeah, and he was very grouchy. Who who what what was Leo's character on there? He was a kid who broke- I know I remember him because I remember him fixing the thing and they thought he was stealing. No, stuff. he broke in on Christmas and tried to steal their presents but fell asleep. But then under the but tree. then they, they let him live there for a while, right? right? And then yeah. they he kept getting blamed at right. one point well, for then stealing the stuff. Test. He's like, I'm not stealing stuff. Right. The Q test came back and people were like, We don't like the new kid. So then they kind of cast him away. But the show was done. Oh, they got rid of him quickly? Kind of. Not really. Like he was he there was for there. like a year, but they didn't really focus on him anymore. Yeah, because like, this kid can't act. Yeah, he's terrible. He's gonna amount to nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Never going to have a model in your life, boy. So, but yeah, I mean, we do that. But, they, but they've been jumping the shark by adding a kid. Even different strokes when Gary Coleman became like Sam. a- Sam. 30 Sam Cooksey. <laughs> Mr. D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See all the stuff you miss, Sean, there being right this young? You. Mr. D. Sean Salehi is trying to figure out how he's going to get in the show this week. Yeah, it, it's- uh, I'm frustrated by it. I think Irishman was really cool because you just got too many talented people to have it That's not be good. Fun. It's to see. It's the Royal Rumble. It's not it really That's exactly wrestling, right. a wrestling match, but it's a lot of superstars yeah. in there all at once. It's and you're the greatest to break hits. out into song. <laughs> it's the a wrestling g- album. Grab them kicks. <laughs> it is. It's a. Uh, it's a greatest hits of Scorsese, De Niro, uh, Pesci, Pacino. While we still have them, let's get into the sports stuff now. Uh, God, you're getting good. Let's start with Scott. Yeah, four, fourteen and four. You're gonna do college picks, picks right now. You're talking. No, you. you no, no. Not, you oh, I'm telling. I have, I have no more picks. They're done. Yeah, college. They I know, but you're college. just. Bra- you just did this to brag. Nope. I, I'm not even gonna try <laughs> NFL. I picked one NFL game. I lost it. 
Yeah. I picked three college games. I mean, they were over at halftime. They were like perfect picks. <laughs> I've been on fire in this college. I have no clue what the NFL's doing. Yeah. I couldn't tell you. Well, What's it's happening? rigged, Scott. The reason why it's rigged. The referees don't make the right calls a lot of times. Look, oh. you're never going to hear me apologize for the Patriots. Boo-hoo, sorry. But I even right. walked away yesterday or Sunday when I was like, uh, wow, the Patriots got robbed multiple times on their own field. That doesn't occur ever. It's almost as though they're trying to cover up your conspiracy. It, it feels like, yeah, For exactly. people who don't know... John Holmberg has a conspiracy that the NFL is becoming or has become the WWE. I do think this adds to my theory that it's a conspiracy because it's like when Hulk Hogan was almost beaten up. And like, oh, he's done, he's done. And then he'd start the... the, the, like the no, 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 the finger. Yeah, the, finger the finger would go would in go, the air. You'd have him in the sleeper hold. They'd yeah. hold up his arm. Yeah. And it would go down. One. Yeah. Two. Yeah. And then it would start <laughs> to go on the go third up. one. Uh, oh, oh, no. Yep. And he'd start to wave the finger. And then just gain strength from it. <laughs> gain strength <laughs> as though he'd been struck by lightning. <laughs> and he couldn't be beaten at that point. It was Super Hulk. But that's and what I think happened. And within seconds, he'd dr- j- drop the leg, jump off the turnbuckle, yep. and tan. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was. It's. And- I think that's happening with the Patriots. I think the NFL's plan... Look, they tried drama this weekend. Robert Kraft, don't tell me it wasn't him that sent the chief stuff all the way to New Jersey and then just so happens that the Gillette Stadium crew wouldn't let them in Saturday night, which is the protocol for the visiting team to get all the equipment in Saturday so they can make sure it's all there. Nope, sorry, high school football championships. You guys come tomorrow in the morning, and we'll hang it and we'll see what's going on there. They realized they were missing stuff Sunday morning. And if you're not fully equipped an hour and a half before the game, you forfeit. They got the stuff two hours before the game. Imagine that, an NFL game forfeiting uh, the, for lack of equipment. The, the biggest you know game of the week. This, this scheme, Steve Belichick had to be totally yeah. running it. They were like, Bill was like, go, go, go get Go get him, Steve. Listen, I got a couple you, of ideas. Uh, what do you think we should do? Well, Dad, I think this is a great idea. Am I just a a, a younger version of you that's been thrown into this because they, we're about to jump the shark? You're like Baby Yoda. You're just a chunk of me. <laughs> really, I'm, I'm God. And you're kind of like I sent you down as my son. <laughs> you down as my son. <laughs> then there's the holy me. <clears throat> I'm the holy Trinity, the holy Belichick. So uh, Father, the Son, and the holy Belichick. Off to the Trinity. This is going to be a pretty good idea. But the. Uh, yeah, so and then and then to have the calls go against the, the Patriots at the end. And then it's all terrible. And again it goes back to what you told me Mark Schlereth told you once. Schlereth Schlereth. Schlereth. I have a lot to drink Is in the day. Slenderman? Slenderman Schlereth. Slenderman. Uh Goldberg. Uh he when he said, Yeah, they're all interested in getting the calls right, uh, so long as you have uh, two cute hankies, uh, and and that was the disturbing part is the NFL's big argument is we want to make sure the games are right, not influenced or screwed up by bad calls, but if you don't have any challenges, we don't care if it gets called right. It makes no yeah, sense. None. Whatsoever. And that showed this weekend because that that series of screw-ups by that crew uh, it has ch- completely changed how things are going to run uh, if the Patriots lose again, and they could. Uh, because the Chiefs now have a one-up on them. There's a two-game lead for the Ravens, technically, for the home field. That changed everything, and it should have been a Patriots win. You're never going to hear me lobby for Patriots wins because of bad calls. They've they've built a dynasty off of calls blown for them. But, man, oh, man, was that just terrible work. And anybody in this room still think that uh, replay has made this game better, fairer, 
and uh, more, I don't know, legitimate. More inconsistent. It's worse. It's worse with replay than but, it was and, with and part blind of it's eyes. Because of slow motion. If well, of course it had, is. If you just had yeah. replay, and why they can't have a group of referees at the game all watching the cameras at the same time. They, Eliminate let's say it. Cost them an Eliminate extra, it. Let's say it costs them an extra fifty to a hundred thousand dollars a week in personnel. They don't even notice it. It would not even be noticed. But you, if you add more people watching more cameras, you're just going to make it a more. Uh, it's just over litigious. It's just completely yeah, I, but it, analyzed. If you're going to have the instant replay, do that. My question is, but this. let them do it on the field and say, "Whoops, human error. Nothing but, you can do okay, about it." And but, it works but both how ways. How about this? How about this? When somebody makes the wrong call on the field, and then you don't have indisputable evidence, right? But you can pretty much tell what actually happened. You still go back to the bad call that yeah. was made originally that they might not have had the right angle and just made a call to make a call. But what, that, you know yeah, what I mean? Kind of. Like they're going back to something that had less of a chance of being right than what you could see. Why are you going to the human who was in maybe yeah. the wrong position to see it in the first place or couldn't and just made an ed, you know an educated guess when you is have this, three angles I'm, you I'm can stitch? I'm trying to figure to. it out, Frank. I'm not quite following. Is this the OJ trial versus <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Trial? That's what we're doing. I, I've, okay, I did. Yeah, yeah. we're re- re- redoing it. That's oh, the civil world. trial. I have all the answers here. <laughs> if you want to cut tape, I'm your man. Anyway, did you see me cutting a rug with those ladies? I know what I'm doing with the witties. <laughs> Ladies, I don't know what I'm. Elmer, oh, okay. well, Elmer, be very, very quiet. Elmer, we're hunting blondes. <laughs> this is my favorite episode where Holmberg's e. getting F. ripped. E.F. Simpsons, I can't talk. Announcing things I'm right. So awesome. drunk. I'm so drunk. Oh, you didn't know? He just uh, he told me before the show he's doing an impression of you the whole show. I was going to do Scott I, it's, Long it's all day. Dynamite. <laughs> Supposedly, <laughs> I sent out an email. No, I'm not going to go after. I know. Hello, Twitter. Don't make me mad, side. Scott. Scott, you make me mad. I have a big sign that says supposedly and an X, uh, uh, so I don't use the word. Hold on. You just made it worse. You yeah. went from supposedly to supposedly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, supposedly. Supposedly. Yeah. Zapata. Supposedly. But wouldn't you guys be uh, happier? Then, then it's from the lugares. The lugar. <laughs> we are German. Guten Tag. Hola. Yes. We are Germans. Uh, no, but wouldn't, wouldn't you guys? Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> wouldn't you be happier if they just had human error? Just because, like, what you're saying makes sense. But the Travis Kelsey fumble that would have been recovered for a touchdown got blown dead on the field. So even if you have review, which came to be the reason Bill had to review something in the first place, like, no, that was going the other way. You guys blew it, so he threw his challenge flag and screwed the whole thing up. Because later, when Akil Harry's supposed to get into the end zone, he doesn't have a. They couldn't stop. They blew the play dead. It was over. And review does nothing after that. Why is a non-scoring play not a scoring play when it's at the end zone and it's called short? Because it it's, was called a non-scoring. But I mean, play? it's it's technically you'd be a, down there a possible all day score. because the NFL has to. But, but again, just go back to human error. It all balances back. Now you're going to have some really memorable human errors. The tuck rule was one. I mean, they even reviewed that, and I don't know how they came up with what they had. But, you know, there's been plenty of things in the past of football. But you have review, and probably the worst call in the history of championships games was last year. 
with the yeah. Saints. And yeah. the, I mean, that was the single worst, like took a team out of the Super Bowl play. That didn't happen yeah. with, with uh, the naked eye. These refs feel so much pressure to get it right. They're not even blowing whistles they, anymore well, if a quarterback the, throws an incomplete pass. They're like, I don't know, pick it up. Run. Maybe it's touchdown. Even at we'll that point, later. the refs are told, let stuff go right. and we'll fix it in replay. And, and then they worse. don't stop it. Right. But that's worse because now you're putting people at risk for plays that don't even exist. You know what I mean? Like you're yeah. saying, well, that, that was probably an incomplete pass, but I'm not blowing my whistle. Let these guys hash it out. And a dude's leg's going to snap, and they're going to be like, it turned out it was an incomplete pass. That should have never happened. Then it's back on them again. So many gray areas lay on these poor referees, and I'm, I'm all about putting it on the, on the referees like everybody wants to blame them. They've asked them to do an impossible job. Because none of it makes sense. They can't no. even. They, can't they, even they don't know what a catch is. They don't know what to replay. They don't know what. So they're just, they're just uh, swallowing the whistles. And they should. And it's happening in basketball now. Replay has not made any sport like, wow, thank God for replay. It's not better. It's taking longer. They're making more rules because of it. And it's not getting right anyway. So just go back to fumbles, scoring plays, and everybody has the same problems. And you can't cry and whine later because that thing that happened when oh he doesn't have a little red flag so we don't care if the call's right is brutal so just don't have it Salehi what do you got what do you all feel about or how do you all feel about rather automated strike zones in baseball then if you say that it should include human error part of the fun of baseball is a pitcher recognizing his umpire and knowing oh he's calling the high strikes this will give me a benefit against a guy like Bryce Harper who likes the ball low and in this gives me an opportunity, and the, and the batter has to adjust. It's chess. The game of baseball is not anything more than a strategy of what you do well versus what I do well. And if we happen to mesh, it's like a dance partner or boxing. If we have a good matchup here, I have to, if my best pitch is your best swing, I have to figure this out. So if an umpire is giving me an extra three inches on the outside of the plate, beautiful. And I love that about I, the game. I get it, but at the same time, when you have that much technology and then you can see all yeah. the problems. But think it about all it. It comes down to money. It comes down to sure. money. But they can sponsor them I got two now. words for the umpire. Uh, if you've got to have a regular umpire, if you don't, then you don't have Enrico Palazzo. Palazzo. <laughs> you need him. Do you, know, do, you know what, do you know what Enrico Palazzo, do you know what he found out when he met his dad? German. He's German. German. He's German. Yeah. He's Palazzo. Palazzo. I was trying to stick a hat. Yeah, no, the, uh, but yeah, I mean, I love that idea, but you're right. It is money because it's like, let's take a look under the IBM instant replay hood. And they're like, oh, they found a way to sponsor the replays. Yeah. They're never going away. And so this replay brought to you by Microsoft update. It's like, I oh, think with gambling. No. I think with gambling, there's no way you can go back on it because fans expect you now to do the replay. And but is it it's, get, it's is it better? I don't, I don't care if it's getting better or not. I think that they just there's no way at this point. But even can. gamblers have to hate it because it's at a certain point you're like, really? Uh, the red flag, Belichick doesn't have a flag, so we don't get this touchdown. And the next play, the receiver drops it, and it's a field goal. I mean, you literally wiped four points off the board because replay failed. Or the system of it failed because Bill Belichick, we're not getting the calls right if you don't have a, a piece of laundry. It's a cute little game they play. You get two of these, don't mess up, or we don't care if the game's called correctly. It's stupid. It's just stupid. Human error would make the game faster and just better. I don't know. When you have all that technology at your fingertips, it, people would say it's all old school and we're just, we're just talking like old people. That's what that's right. But but it's, okay. Well, sometimes I don't. I, I, I'm yeah, not saying sometimes it's wrong. older stuff. I, I get better. It. I get you know? it. I, I'm I, the opposite. I I believe we should go back 
and games that didn't have replay, we should replay re- those. Should fix those games. For example, the immaculate reception. Oh, Frank don't O'Hara's you do it. Don't, you do it. don't you even start going down yes, the road? That the, yes, that was never a catch. Well, that maybe was, it wasn't. Uh, maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. We could talk about the Colts Super Bowls and all the stuff they did. Never, no, not enough to talk about. The Colts almost got away with one <laughs> in uh, 05 when the first time we ever heard the words wasn't a football move after Troy Polamalu intercepted uh, Peyton Manning late in the game to seal it. Caught it, right. rolled over, got up. His knee hit the ball and popped it out, and they gave it right back. Uh, caused Joey Porter to start the infamous cheat this chant because they gave the ball back to the Colts in what was absolutely an interception, but they made up rules on the fly because the refs didn't know what to do. Maybe the replay is not the problem and the wordiness of the rules are, but replay caused yeah, I th- that. I oh. think we all need to thank the Pittsburgh Steelers podcast hosted by John Holmberg. <laughs> I won't stay. That you was an, a, a history moment. We're going we're uh, to go back to the Steelers in a second. Salehi, you had something? You brought it I, up. I agree with John. I think it's in the <laughs> ruling, the rules itself. I mean, if you think about it, when you have those fumble plays that end up being blown dead, I don't understand why it's not just standard protocol to let the play play out let them run to the end zone, and then if you decide, okay, it's not a fumble, go back and review it, but you should have it reviewed as a fumble or have it ruled as a fumble, rather, on the field to allow the play to play out. But they're again, supposed to do that. They, they did do that. They will do that. They blew it dead yesterday, but they, imagine with all this effort to try to say, oh, we're into player safety, we're into all this right. stuff that's safe, and a guy blows his knee play. up. Yeah, and a play that, that like, didn't happen, shouldn't have happened. And then you find out later, because a referee has said in the past, well, we let that play out because we, you know I didn't want to blow the whistle on that. Uh, but it turned out it was a non-play, and the guy blows his leg up and his career ends. Now I know that's just extreme. What? But ifs. then again, if he hadn't, ca- if he'd have missed it in the first place, it ha- I get it. I totally, yeah. I understand. But there's no way because we're just second triple guessing. Put right. a sensor in the ball, right? And well, just have I, it. You know what? Make the field vibrate and put dudes on it. Yeah. Let them shake around because there's no penalty. If it's, there. I mean, if just make it a real life video game. Yeah. Have everybody in suits with sensors, gamers, and it's yeah. yeah. I, 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 which is eventually probably what the game will be. Has right? to be. It's over adjudicated to a point where it's just no fun. And we have the conversations like you and I just did of like, well, why don't they just blow it dead? Well, because a guy could get hurt. Why don't they just let the games go? As the whistles go from whistle to whistle is how it used to be. I mean, right now, because too many people can see too much in it's HD true. at home. But so what? Take it away from the fans, and they'll have to adjust, or else no, it's, because, it's not going to make me not watch. But again, again it's going to make you say, "Well, I don't watch football anymore because of the mistakes." There's mistakes there's now. There's more anyway. money in replay. There's more money, like you yeah, said. True. There's sponsors. True. There's more time. The games are longer. They say in baseball they don't want the games longer. In football, they do. They're fine with yeah. the games being longer. Yeah, more ads. More. They're fine. The ratings are exploding. Yeah, they're having a great more, year. And all week, people are talking about these bad calls. Which is so my theory. It's again, the it goes back to you. It's Holmbergian. Yeah. yeah, that's my Which theory. I believe is Spanish. <laughs> uh, German. Yeah. No, Spanish. No. Yeah, that would t- From Spain. Hmm. Spain. I would argue that. Holmbergian? <laughs> it could go either way. Second half of the football season. Or I shouldn't even say second half. I, I last said that quarter. Before. The last quarter after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Everything changes. It's a different league. December football. And how do we forget this? Every year, yeah. we make predictions that we think things are going to happen and start looking at trends. And it all, not all of it, but a ton of it changes. Two weeks ago, before Thanksgiving, the Raiders were going to be in oh, the playoffs, man. man. He wasn't saying that, but a lot of people were talking yeah. about it. The teams that they said were all on their way, uh, or our bubble teams, all of a sudden, you're like, 
They're not that good. No. They just aren't. We, we, three weeks in a row, people have said, this is it for the Cowboys. This is where they yeah. turn it around. Not not even not even close. They're a mess. By the way, that, that uh, cartoon, oh, I don't yeah. we've talked about it yet. Have no, we, we talked about it on the air? No. It's fantastic. Jose Misa. Jose, He's a it, German guy who does our cartoons. <laughs> Misa. Misa. <laughs> it's, it's a fantastic cartoon. <laughs> It's and it's getting lots of people talking about good. it, and yeah. they love the the Good Morning Football crew cast loved it as well. Oh, that's great. Good. Um, but yeah, we're yeah, going to be doing, great work. We're going to be doing more of that. But this post Thanksgiving football completely different world. Um, I got into a talk uh, at Good Morning Football about Lamar Jackson, and I, they're like, "What? You're not on board?" I'm like, "This wasn't on the air. This was right. just behind the scenes with some producers and stuff." I'm like, "It's not a being on board or not being on board." What it is is when you have 100 yards passing and 100 yards uh, on the ground, that to me is just 200 yards. Yeah, it's Even when is. you have flashes of these amazing plays. And my son Joey said it, what I thought was just brilliant. He's like, Dad, they take a flash of brilliance and just call it brilliance. Yeah. No, it's just moments. Yeah. And because we're such a highlight-driven society that they're like, these five highlights that are incredible, right. and he'll have he'll have he's had fantastic games, he's had okay games, and he's had some bummer, you know, some bad games. Right. And of the hundred hundred to me, and you scored twenty points, and what did? And they're talking about twenty points against this 49ers defense. It's yeah. unbelievable, Gorilla Monsoon. <laughs> and then the next week, the Saints score what thirty something? Well, Forty. Four, 40, 46 or something like that. Either way, they got the first. They got twenty-one points 46. in twelve minutes. Forty, forty-six points. Yeah, the Saints scored against that same defense with a ninety-year-old quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> but they did it. They did twenty-one. They outscored what the Ravens did a week earlier in twelve minutes. Yes, we, we were texting. Yeah, back we went back for twelve that. minutes. Well, here's the thing. I because that's when you told me Joey's. I thought it was a brilliant. Uh, and your birthday buddy, birthday buddy Joey, you drive me nuts, Joey. Uh, it's a coward. He used to say that all the time. But uh, um, uh, 58 yards was what Lamar Jackson had in the first half. Like 20-something passing or 30-something passing, 20-something on the ground. And, and that's it. And they kept showing the highlight of him. Man, he's amazing. Of him buckling that linebacker and getting around the corner for about seven or eight yards. And they're like, look at that. I mean, you, you don't want to be a linebacker trying to tackle him. Well, in, in the meantime – Every single play that he had in the first half, the Bills snuffed out. They played him perfectly aside from one highlight, which is like a guy going, you know, one for 12 in baseball, but the one is a 400-foot or 500-foot grand slam, and they won't stop showing it. Like, he can't hit. And you lose by two. Yeah, he can't hit. And if the Bills, if Josh Allen could have hit two or three balls more than 10 yards down the field— that's going the other way in a runaway. He was missing deep balls. They had something. The Bills had something on tape. McDermott did a great job saying, we can beat these safeties and corners. If you hit the deep ball, we're going to three times in the first quarter, Josh Allen overthrew or threw to the wrong spot a guy running away from that Ravens defense. I'm not I've, – I've been kind of on board with the whole Lamar Jackson's really, really good. I don't buy it yet. Like, I think he's super flashy. I think that team believes, and I think that's a really tough system. Mark Ingram's the reason why. We talked about that before. Mark Ingram made Lamar Jackson hard to beat. 
Yeah. Because if he's running for 120 yards and Jackson's running for 90, you got a huge problem. But it's, it's the but it's, they can't they can't. It's the NFL turning into the NBA for marketing. What do they market yeah. in yep. the NBA? Dunks. Player on one team yeah. versus player on the other team, and they yep. show highlights of dunks. Yep. Exactly. Yep. And now they're doing that with football because they have some you know incredibly gifted athletes playing football right. at the at the skilled positions. Yeah, I, I just I, I I buy into the guy being good. I think he's stoppable. I think the Bills sort of proved that with an with a I mean you gotta hand it to the Ravens. They're winning the games. They're doing a good job. They're they're so well coached that that defense, which I think is sort of fake, but is getting by really on on just being sound better than that'd be the first guy i would hire if i was looking for i I think this year yeah i've been saying that most of the season he reminds me a lot of mike zimmer where he's not a guy who's got a big mouth and he's kind of a quiet guy and he's a defensive guy and you know whatever you want to say about the vikings the vikings have been incredibly consistent since zimmer's been there and you know we'll see what happens (laughs) frank you were you were talking that the last four weeks, uh, here we are, last four weeks. Quite frankly, the, the NFC's done. You know, the NFC's done. We know who's going to be in the playoffs there. Pretty there much. might be a slight adjustment, possible home field. And we kind of know the AFC outside of maybe the Tennessee and the Houston. Pittsburgh. Um, and Pittsburgh. Yeah. Those three teams fighting it out for two spots. But it's, it's really kind of sad. Most of the teams are out. I was upset I mean, that you moved away from the Wink Martindale because I was going to do Jerry Jones and I've decided to replace Jason Garrett with Burt Kahn. <laughs> hey, he was the – do up. you remember the Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders movie? He was the star of that. Yeah. Was he really? Burt Kahn. Well, that's why we'll bring him back. And we're going yeah. to call it win, lose, or draw, except for the lose or draw part. Just win, Burt. Just so we had over the weekend – That used to be my email, by the way. What? The late Burt Convy no, it at yahoo.com. Oh, I love that. <laughs> he wasn't dead yet. Over the weekend, Pittsburgh was here in Arizona, and Randy Bauman from the DVE Morning Show came in, uh, hung out with us for a couple minutes. We didn't invite Scott Long. Um, no. We didn't want to deal with the, with the wire cast. That's what we didn't want to deal with. Um, and we figured you had – I actually figured you had soccer games, but we were, uh, we didn't know the time exactly what was going to happen and everything either. But So Randy Bauman came in, and um, – I made Randy and John predict the game, oh. and we have a little bit to play back I don't from Toledo. No, I think you guys were pretty on with it. You said it was going to be an ugly game yeah, and stuff like that, and I picked the Cardinals to win by 20 or something. Yeah, you had a crazy... You, you have some of that, Toledo? Yeah, I am ob- obsessed because it has so much to do with my life. <laughs> if they lose, my week is terrible. If they win, it's almost like working on vacation. Pause it for a second. So that's Randy Bauman talking about how he's hosting the DVE Morning Show, uh, which is the biggest show in Pittsburgh, flagship of the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the entire city, that half of the state, their emotions are it hinges. Rel- yeah, reliant yeah. on what happens in that game. Go ahead. Yeah, it completely does. It hinges on, on wins and losses. It's, it's horrifying. It's terrible if they win. It's almost like working on vacation. It's and that's not just you. Is that you or is that the audience? Oh no, the city hates everybody in town when they lose. <laughs> Everybody's mean to each other. There's like you can see it. Is there's a palpable like, feeling? Like Ghostbusters too. Uh, kind of yeah, a little bit. Like that, exactly. <laughs> 
That was me laughing <laughs> along with me laughing. <laughs> I, I almost crawled inside myself. I was a crawl inside myself moment. Yuck. <laughs> Maybe my favorite moment from Randy Bauman visiting us uh, oh. was when he went into his character. Uh, play that, Toledo. But it's, uh, it, it is definitely a whole lot of fun, and it is the voice of the Yinzers in, uh, yeah. in uh, <laughs> Pittsburgh, you know? I don't even, what's a Yinzer? I don't, I don't still Say, Yinzer's got this voice, because there's all kinds of different Pittsburgh accents, but <laughs> collectively, it's a Yinzer accent. <laughs> they, don't, uh, they don't have L's, and your tongues don't move. That's right. Because I should say, collectively. <laughs> collectively. <laughs> but it's, it's a group of Tom Brokaws? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Uh, and that that's going to be on a future episode uh, with Randy Bauman. Do you have the, the prediction? May hold on. No, no, no. I want I want the Wilford. But did you pull? Oh my Wilford God, Brimley? was that great? I did not get a okay. good enough clip for to pull that. Whole we thing will. Uh, will coming up in a couple episodes. He does this Wilford Brimley. It's great about diabetes. You got the beaties. Diagnosed everybody with. You got the beaties. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah, it's really. And it's we great were concept. just cracking up. So. Uh, they made some predictions, and because I, I, I don't remember any of it, it was I don't either. A, a long day, a lot of families. Was I here? Two things to watch for the Steelers that'll kill them: no. a special teams turnover because Deontay Johnson yeah. has been really oh. dangling the ball and oh. doing some. You know, he he thinks he's playing asteroids, and if someone runs past him, they're gone. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, you know, they disappear yeah, off the screen. You're gonna have to <laughs> account yeah. for that guy. Uh, and the way he was holding the ball kind of scared me a little bit. But uh, their punt coverage has been great. I just yeah. I just don't want him to turn one over on special teams. Yeah. Oh, shut up, John. <laughs> I can't oh, you can't hear yourself. That's right. Oh, you're going to love this one. No, it's oh, going to be me talking. Oh, I'm leaving. No, I, like, if yeah, anything, can I stop a second before you play him? Go ahead, I, just, it. I listened to John listening to him, Randy, thinking, God, how awesome would it be to get to talk about the Steelers all day? I do it anyway. Radio yeah. show. I do it anyway. I know. Scott. We're supposed to barely you do? touch. Them. Oh yeah, I oh. talk about them constantly. I bashed the Cardinals into the ground this morning because uh, <laughs> there was fifty-eight thousand Steeler fans in a seventy-thousand-seat stadium on True. Sunday, and, and then we got Pittsburgh weather all day. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it felt like you were in Pittsburgh. It was ridiculous. Like they brought yeah. their entire yeah habitat. Yeah, and she'll be sorry you sold these tickets. I tell you. These guys. <laughs> All right, play what you got, Toledo. Like, if anything, it would be, yeah, like you said, 24-16, 24-20, something like that. But I do think the Steelers are a better team. The defense is just too good. Boom. Yeah, you nailed it. And I 24-16, I said. That was close. 23-17 was the final. You could, ah! you could work in Vegas as a... As a guy who picks Steeler games. Uh, or or uh, a stripper. Well, that, sure. <laughs> Do we even have to say? Are there any other games that we really cared about uh, that really uh, anybody wanted to talk about quickly? I, yeah, because I was in the car driving back and listening to XM Radio. And it's really fun. There are about three or four announcers that are left that aren't generic local announcers. They still have the, the thing. And my favorite guy, have you ever heard of this guy, Gene Dekaroff for uh -uh. Tampa Bay? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, <laughs> Jameis Winston, touchdown! Wait a minute, he, he just threw an interception! And so I'm looking him up. He also is the Florida State announcer. So the whole life this guy has had to go, Jameis Winston, Heisman! <laughs> Oh my God! What is going, Jameis? Get your head out of you know. It's uh, do you think Bruce awesome. Arians goes in there? And goes, I love to coach a team, Daddy, but let me just say something. 
I tell you what I don't like about this team is that announcer guy. Who, all it does is talk about Jameis Winston, daddy. Look, oh he my. looks exactly like what you picture. Or if I drew a face on my thumb. <laughs> <laughs> he could also work on Snow Village. Right. He's well. Yeah, yes. you know what else? Snow Village guy. If Patrick from SpongeBob was a man, at least in the last Why, picture. What, where's that his one. body in that yeah, picture? His body. He disappeared. These are some older, and that guy is a different guy than what we just saw. The second this one, this is one where they like, man, they cut off the middle of his arms and just attach yeah. his hands to his shoulders. He looks like that book where the wild things are. We have the three pages inside one page where you can change his body and face with each. <laughs> that is a weird shaped individual. If if the, Humpty Dumpty had a child, whether, he's the funniest. Oh, he's the great. Guy for the, the Vikings guy is the best. He's the one. His name's Paul Allen. Have you ever done oh, a yeah. sports show soon? And he, he was a wrestling announcer. Oh, that's great. And he he does it like a wrestling announcer. He is just dynamite. I have He's heard got, him. Yeah. Yeah. Have Paul you heard the, have you heard he the is, Cardinals guy? Uh, Ron Wolfley. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like him. Wolfley's hilarious, but it's almost accidental all the time. And I do, I do the impression of him always just saying, because it's just I've turned him into a lunatic who just thinks everyone's name is David. Because <laughs> he gets, oh, David, so exciting. We got the projunctatory size of Kyler Murray, who I'll tell you right now, David's one of the greater quarterbacks you'll ever watch. David, we're excited. Tugboat, boop, boop. <laughs> he's got these things like I, mine always turns into a little bit of Bill Walton, but he's yeah. like, Basinonian. Yeah. <laughs> this is unbelievable. What's going on here? And he pulls his hat down. So far. Yeah, he yeah. pulls it down. And he, I go in the studio with him, yeah. and it, when I cheat on John, and I, <laughs> I go to the studio, with, give me the, the Gruden hat. Uh, the, the, so he will, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Sure. Sir. But he, he will be in the studio, and he'll literally... <laughs> <laughs> he'll be like this, and he'll be like, Basinonians, <laughs> you have no idea how I I love Kyler Murray, and it's a fantastic situation. And his partner's trying to talk, yeah, but he can't doesn't see. Matter. He's like, uh, and Doug's trying to come in, but 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 Wolf. And that's why <laughs> the, this microphone is covered in slime. I would leave my warrior, princess wife, for Kyler Murray if it David, if he came to my house right now, I tell you, I would absolutely love him like he was my own, David. <laughs> I would pet him. I'd and love, him. love him. I would never I, let him go. He would be mine forever. Let's go down to Paul Kelfie's, who's got a love letter from me to Kyler Murray, and see if Paul can hand it to him. And look at his reaction, David. He, he, oh, yeah. He does this thing with Pantera at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what does he play in the beginning? Uh, I haven't heard the Pantera. I thought it was Pan. Maybe my music is, is it? Off. I don't even know. It is. It, it, it is it, Pantera. Yeah. It, it, what it, is? What song? It, it's it, Pantera's Walk. It's Walk. It's yeah, all yeah. of them. It's oh. all. But he but he he varies it, up the song. Depending can't on the you day. see? I'm bothered by persistence. <laughs> One step away from lashing out at you, David. Here's what's going to be great. In a few weeks from now, we're just doing an all. Oh, 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 oh we'll, we'll have him in. Oh, that would be get Wolf. Oh, this is a perjunctatory, absolutely unnecessary benefery of wordplay. I make nursitude. <laughs> That's not even a word. What I've done is made a combination of yeah. words with friends, words <laughs> pl while playing my aunt out there and Latrobe. 
Oh, planastitude of things I could be getting on. I like when he starts to get a little bit down about stuff. David, this is one of the worst performances, Kyler. In fact, I'll put it in the category of trifunctory. Wait, wait a second. Here's what I just heard coming out of your mouth. And let me say this. It was perfunctory. I told you. But it's... I hear where it blends into Adam oh, West. Oh, but do a wait. Little, do a little. Do this for me, John. Okay. Do a little Ron Wolfley doing a Batman line from oh. the 1960s television show that starred the ultimate in acting, Adam West. Okay, I will then. Absolutely, as we take a look at this Harlequin hooligan, David. <laughs> <laughs> My cheeks just puffed up like a chip. We have to figure out exactly how to get a grappling hook and get this defense off the field, David, because otherwise we're going to be here all day long. And I don't have that kind of... Oh, look at that! Tugboat. His nicknames for the players that don't make sense. <laughs> Larry Fitzgerald, who I call the snake, for no reason whatsoever. Did you ever hear, did you ever hear when Gruden used to do that? Huh. Like, Give him nicknames? the milkman because he really oh, yeah. delivers the bread. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What What was the... Woofly sounds like... Uh, it's, he sounds like Jesse Ventura. It's Ventura. Yeah, if you just have... Yeah, let's it's, turn it's this plane around. I'm the governor of Minnesota, and we're turning this plane right around here. But he gets a little bit of more cartoonish kind of dog version. If if sure. if Ventura had a cartoon dog, <laughs> Think of it what would you sound just like said. That. He gets more cartoonish than Jesse, Jesse Ventura. Ventura. <laughs> He's Jesse Ventura's cartoon dog. I think maybe we have a bit of a conspiracy. What do you think, Wolf? Jesse Ventura to the power of 10,000. Well, I tell you right now, I've been in Washington, and I've been up there in Minnesota, and I know two things, my cartoon dog and I could do a better job. Oh, that's a fact right there, David. And here's my son, Nessie Ventura. We've jumped the proverbial shark. We're in three dimensions right now, David. It's a very progeritory situation. What's funny is I lost who we're even doing. We're like it's Wolfley into whatever went to the cartoon. So, what was the thing you saw about the Patriots stealing? So, yeah, this came up to the, this afternoon that the Patriots evidently got whoever gives them permission to do this. I don't understand. But the Cleveland Browns played the Bungles yesterday. And the Patriots had permission from Cleveland to have a film crew to film one of their scouts in a, in a documentary or a thing they're doing for NFL Films called Do Your Job. And so Do Your Job is a thing they're doing. So they asked the Browns, hey, um, can we have a film crew on the sidelines? Just so happens, I believe they play the Bengals, do they not? Is that right? Next, Next game is the Bengals. On, on to Cincinnati, Cincinnati right? So... Uh, the Bengals coach was like, do you know about the uh, Patriots having a film crew on the sidelines stealing your uh, play calls? And he goes, um, we're aware of it. That's basically kind of how he said it. I don't know exactly what I was like, we're aware of it. And he's like, uh, I've taken it up. The, the league knows about it is basically what he said. So they go to the league, and the last I saw, and this is, not, this is the last I saw, so I didn't get a full read. I just saw it. league admits that. Uh, the Patriots there. Adam Schefter put out a tweet that's like they, they had permission. The leagues, <laughs> according to my sources, it appears that the league had given permission to the New England Patriots to completely steal everything that's going on <laughs> within, within the Bengals' sideline. And it appears 
that there's a 95% chance that it may or may not just get thrown away, completely forgotten about, and never heard from again. So within 24 hours, Adam, you're 100% right. The uh, the tape is not really something anybody has now. NFL Films said, well, we don't have that. According to my sources, the tape seems to have spontaneously combusted <laughs> in front of no one. So there were. it is not unlike when Thanos snapped in Infinity War and half of the universe was destroyed immediately. And one of those beings was a tape from the sideline of... <laughs> The Cincinnati Bengals. What happens if this did happen? Does Belichick get, like, is this a Pete Rose situation? If he gets caught doing this again, and the way the NFL covered for him by destroying all of the evidence and then going and doing a press conference back in 2006 or whatever and saying, we've looked at everything, there's no reason for anyone else to look at it, I've destroyed the tapes. Roger Goodell said that. Well, you got rid of it. There's no reason for anybody to look deeper into this. I've done it myself. And I found that this is the proper punishment. Let's not revisit this ever again. If this turns out to be something, and why the league lets the Patriots have a film crew just because of optics uh, to go into a stadium where their next opponent happens to be, why they ever got clearance for that again lends credibility to my garbage WWE theory. They need storylines more than games. If, If this is true, Bill Belichick has got to be completely dismissed from the league and no. i don't I, I don't want that to happen because i do think he's uh, brilliant nah, that's, but if, that's too far I, it's the, I, it literally I, is the most egregious thing that's ever happened in, in uh, modern day football is what happened back in the early 2000s when they found out he was yeah taping. but that's but, terrible okay, that one was if he does yeah, it again one this one but yeah this is like against the Bengals. first off <laughs> right who, who yeah, but how bad is belichick okay. that he feels he needs to steal their play calls he can beat them blindfolded well, true, and I, I'm I'm not surprised that that rookie coach who's had to what, fiasco what if, of a season didn't say anything because he all did. he has to do, it well he he didn't really come out hard against him. He's just like, well, yeah, we know. It's because he sees Eric Mangini's face and goes, <laughs> "I'll never be back in the NFL." I'd be gone forever. And if, Mangini, what yeah. he told on, uh, you know, Belichick when he was with the Jets, and you know, he gets to occasionally make an appearance on Fox Sports yeah. with uh, no neck. with uh, Jason Whitlock. Now that's yeah. basically his only chance. And what if he was a smart guy? What if Belichick goes? Well, the truth is, we were taping ever, all the. Uh, Everything on the sideline, but um, we're going to call the wrong plays. We're going <laughs> to completely disregard everything we saw, <laughs> run the wrong stuff, and still destroy them. But come on. This is this is bad. The gamblers have to hate it. The NFL has to hate it. Everything's bad. This, this to me, is one of those, all right, Kennesaw Mountain Landis of the early 1900s banning the entire Black Sox team because it's like you're not going to play this. You're not doing this again. Kennesaw Mountain Land. That's right. Kennesaw Mountain Land, which is my nickname for Christian Kirk. Scotty, David, you got David. David, do you got to go to the bathroom, Scott, or what's? No, you would think so. I got a cramp. Oh, oh no, uh, it's DVT. He's got the deep I, vein thrombosis. I, I ne- Get up and stretch. 
All right. So I just did. I've never <laughs> had that. We're getting I to that age where DVT and you stand up and your lungs blow up because you clot up in your thighs sitting down to them. That was Ralphie on the plane. Hey. Hey, play. I got the DVT if I don't walk around. <laughs> he would tell me that. He's like, you got to get up on the plane. Got to move around. At any flight longer than three hours, play is hot garbage in the any, first place. Anything longer than 30 minutes when I got it. I tell you what, Frankie. Frankie. Frankie, listen to me. I'm high as a kite and my blood ain't moving around anymore. <laughs> so I need you to massage me. <laughs> Rub my legs, Frankie. Toledo, where are we at? About like an hour and a half already? What the hell? I got to get up. We gotta yeah. yeah, we got to wrap up. We're at um, an hour, hour and 10 minutes. Proper host oh, right. would have ended this 20 minutes ago. Yes, and that's why I'm an improper host. <laughs> You're doing. We want to hit. On, we, we can we can skip the college football playoff and talk about it another time. I, uh, overall, I think we got, got time. Pretty much right. I thought. I thought they. Well, there were four good teams all year. I thought. And no, there, there was three. Are. Yeah, you're right. That's true. There's there three, three good. That is true. It's the three best teams ever to play in the playoffs, and then one team. You know, it's one of these things is not like the other. Yeah. You know, if we were playing Sesame Street, and it it's is. I mean, I'm I'm super stoked to see Clemson play Ohio State. That's going to be a good. That's going to be unreal. I mean, that's going to be that's that's high quality football. And yep. then you're looking at whoever they play. It'll play LSU, and it's that'll be, be high quality be football. football. Man, it's good for this show. Every time my son watches him, he thinks he's the funniest guy. My my son's never laughed at anything I've said. Half as funny as he thinks. The LSU's Ed Orzon. He's like, that's that guy's real voice, right? I'm like, yeah, it's his real voice. And my daughter's like, there's no way that's his real voice. I'm like, it's his real voice. And the dude I'm, from I'm Ohio not- State who looks, every time I see him more, his eyes are further apart than a hammerhead shark. I don't know what's going on with that. Him and Orzon are just going to be the greatest uh, Hanna-Barbera moment that they've it. ever had for college football. Sean, what was the thing you were saying about the Sun Bowl? You're real excited. Oh, always gets so excited about this. everything. Nobody's ever said excited no, slash no, the Sun Bowl. No, he gets excited. I want to get We're going there. to El Paso. Are you kidding me? Did, did you know that uh, Sean does play-by-play of hockey? That's what, that's what he, he does? Do. Well, yeah. it's, it's all sports at ASU. So hockey, football, basketball. Oh, you do them in your, like in your car or like for? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, I do it too. I do that too, but not for ASU. Yeah, but you do yours as an Irishman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's in Bali. Or is it Scottish? You do it in Scottish. Oh, yeah. I'll do them either way. He's got the puck across the blue line. It's off the post. What a shot that might have been. I tell you what, that guy's got a future. Ed, it's got Ed Orgeron, Sky, Ed Orgeron Sky, looks like he's wearing a mask of yeah. Ed Orgeron. Hey, Louisiana. <laughs> Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hey, I'll just got ball. I'm having a press conference, okay? Thank you. <laughs> that is so great. Thank you. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Uh, great young man. <laughs> just right back. <laughs> Not even a segue. Great young man. Act like you never saw that. He remembers exactly where he was. So, Sean, what was the thing you were excited about? Well, the Sun Bowl has had several sponsors throughout the years. Most recently, the oh. Hyundai Sun Bowl. Guess what the Sun Bowl is called now? It is the Tony the Tiger. Yes, the yeah. mascot related to Frosted Flakes. Right. The Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl the, will be between Arizona uh, State and Florida State this year. And Tony has to change the slogan to, it's average. <laughs> it's they're neither team oh, enough <laughs> it's been weird that sun bowl the one thing that's always oh hold on hold on before really you go into that hold on i had ed Orgeron. so old you're a tiger i saw what you can do <laughs> the taste of toenails toasted frakes uh, brings up the tiger on you and then afterward i have some cooking chris see it's all cooking that's good enough for me <laughs> the sand devil's taking on florida Str- state They'll do. <laughs> what? 
It's the worst game ever. Canceled 12 bowls. Terrible. Yeah. How Who's traveling to El Paso? Ever. Oh, no. Well, apparently, Herm is having the team take a bus, the seven-hour ah, ride, good. in order to build care, uh, team chemistry. Taking a bus. We're taking a bus. Yeah. Like they did in Major League. <laughs> taking a bus like they did in Major League. <laughs> oh, we're going to take a plane. No, 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 no. Not go take a plane. Take a bus. Why do you take the bus? Oh. To win or lose. To win or lose. And take your bus to win the games. Oh, take oh, to, oh, oh. <laughs> See what I'm doing? <laughs> Cut that out. Go. Why did I take a bus? To win the game. We take a bus. We take a bus to, to win, win the game. game. There you go. Yeah, it took me a second. I'll help you. I, I, I was trying to wrap up the show a little bit ago, and then the C is for cookie thing. I was still in yeah. it. I was in Ed Orgeron Ugh. mode trying to do uh, uh, Herm, and right. my brain was- it, it ate them both. Yeah. Ed Orgeron ate Herm Edwards. <laughs> At the Beef O'Brady Bowl. I hate college football because of the bowl season. There's two good games. Yeah, and nobody goes to them anymore. Good. It used to. Well, I know, but that's. Capital One Bowl Week bought all of the rights to it so ESPN can sell commercials to empty stadiums, and it's money, money, money. These schools don't make anything off of this. It's, there's no prestige. If I was a college senior, I would never play in one of these things if I had hope for yeah. I, if you Yeah, ever. If you're going to be in the draft, no way you get in there. Ever. You, you don't pay me and you want me to for the loyalty? Nope. I'm not going to El Paso, let alone playing in the game. I want to live. I want to live. <laughs> you're all about, like, you don't want plays going after nope. the whistle. Uh, nope. Or, uh, you want non calls? You just want everything concise, everything except for the podcast. My way, podcast. Yeah, podcast. <laughs> I want everything my podcast. way. Do it John's way. <laughs> Jealous or else? Randy Bauman. We got uh, that coming up in a couple of weeks. All the different uh, in 2020. We're going to be uh, playing a lot of the interview stuff back. I wanted to save it uh, as the audience. Well, if you don't end this podcast, this one's going to go to 20. It might, right? I'm trying to wrap it up right now. But Do something it. keeps stopping me. <laughs> David. David. It's time to end it, David. David. And up by that, I mean take this pill. Sean, this is your last show of the year because you're going to be leaving town. You're going to do another podcast with a couple of folks out in virginia yep that's that's the truth we'll be doing uh, our little podcast down all about dc sports do you really have yep. a podcast oh, what yep. is it called the district sports podcast it's very depressing because all we talk about is terrible teams <laughs> welcome to and steven strasberg's 33 million dollars a year <clears throat> yeah 100 uh, 145 million was it total or something? 200 so is it 245 45 seven years i just shorted i'm thinking about after tax <laughs> that's right you're giving them the 40 percent off yeah <laughs> Uncle Sam, Sean, you uh, or uh, Scott, you going anywhere? Uncle Sam. <laughs> uh, what I would tell you is, is my other podcast. This might work. Is uh, it's taken the business management charts, uh, just grinding right up, going straight up the charts. My last episode was Kmart and Walmart. <laughs> let me. Uh, let I, me I let you no do that again. That. Can we do that Can we one? Cut that again. That? Scott, I understand you got a podcast you want to talk about. <laughs> it's called This Might Work. It's on the business management category. That's no, what my friend doing Pete Lanner oh, Same thing. It's still. We didn't say repeat the exact Try to have the press conference. <laughs> Try to have the press conference. <laughs> Climbing up the business management charts. Ed, what is uh, Scott's podcast? So, uh, this Might Work. Yeah. There's a podcast <laughs> about Walmart and Kmart. Yeah. Yeah. We're having a press conference over here. <laughs> You're starting the business. 
<laughs> and it's doing really well right now. That's great. Climb it off the charts. <laughs> Holmberg's happy ending. Yeah, that's coming up. Going to be a fantastic show. Brian Callen, headliner, the rest of us <laughs> helping out. And uh, that's it. Toledo, you doing any appearances with uh, this Eric? And the show. Just here. Man. Just here. It's over. All right, everybody. We love you. See you next time. <laughs>